What's going on? It is Monday and NFL Sunday is done. Week six Sundays in the books. Of course, we still got Monday Night Football today between the Tennessee Titans and the Buffalo Bills. I'll give out my gambling pick on that at the end of a pod, which you might not want to listen to because I still can't win a goddamn bet. It makes no sense, huh? Like I don't know how I've been able to lose so many bets. So like it's been absolutely atrocious. Uh, once again, so here we go. We went two and three in college football. We're still about 500 in that. Fantastic. Cool. Right. Wrong. Because the NFL has been an absolute nightmare. Um, I can't even explain what's going on in the NFL. It makes no sense to me. I, I did it again, guys. I did it again. What did I do? I went a total of two and three in the NFL. Why? Well, listen to this. I told you guys to bet on the um, on the Panthers plus two against the Vikings, which was a mistake, to be honest with you, because the better quarterback in that game was not Sam Darnold. It was Kirk Cousins. But that's not where the whole entire problem lies. Uh, the problem also lies where I take the – I think I was on the right side here between the Patriots and the – uh, Cowboys, right? So I take the Patriots plus three and a half. The game's looking good the whole time. They're winning the whole game. And then they go into overtime and they give up a n- touchdown. I lost that game the same exact way. I lost the game against the, um, uh, sorry, against the Panthers. So like in general, I just can't win a bet to save my damn life. And that's okay. Cause you're not always going to win bets in, in this stuff. But like, man, I got to catch some type of break soon. Uh, I did tell you guys this week, I'm taking it really seriously. I'm going to find all the right bets. I'm going to feel really good about it. And I thought I did. I really did. I was actually really happy with the my bets. I was even happy watching the bets. It's just I'm not happy with the results. And, you know, it's a results-based business. Uh, and I just can't, I can't catch a result to save my life. So hopefully that changes at some point here this season. I have a huge hole to dig to get out of 500, but there's a lot of football left. At least I'm over 500 in college. So you got to be happy at some point with something. And that's the only thing I'm happy about my college bets. So, uh, yeah, that's basically it on the intro. Uh, today we have our appetizer main course and entree appetizer talk a little bit of NBA, just really shortly. If you want a full NBA pod sports on tap, uh, pod that two brothers talking sports, me and my brother are going to do the over under of every single NBA team. So that's going to be exciting. That'll be a more full in depth version of the NBA preview, which we're really excited about. I can't believe NBA season tips off tomorrow, Tuesday, depending on when you're listening to this, it might be today. Tuesday. That's what I meant. So yeah, um, hope you enjoy this podcast. It's brought to you by the Sports on Tap and Bet Us. Use promo code the Sports on Tap to get 125% bonus on your first deposit at betus.com. Use promo code the Sports on Tap. And this episode is hosted by me, of course, George Arjour. You can follow me on all social media, George on Tap. And as always, we have a quick word from one of our sponsors and cheers to sports. All right, welcome on in to the Just Talk Pod with George Arjour, brought to you by the Sports on Tap. All right, so we're going to start off today with our appetizer, and that's the NBA season's beginning. Now, I don't have too much to say about the NBA season. We're going to react day to day 
as we always do. But I do want to talk about a couple of things and about three different storylines that I'm really interested in. Um, obviously, um, I'm interested in Giannis and the Milwaukee Bucks coming back. They're saying Giannis has worked on his jumper and made some adjustments, which is scary to think that you know Giannis might even be a better basketball player than he was going. You know, than he was last year that won an NBA championship. Um, that's going to be really exciting to watch. It's going to be really fun to watch. And as I said once before, if Giannis does develop that jumper the way people thinking he can uh, develop that jumper, then we're talking about the biggest and scariest Greek god since Hercules. Um, number two storyline that I'm really looking forward to is watching Steph Curry and the Warriors. Um, Curry and the Warriors last year, and Curry's a favorite heading into the season alongside of Luka Doncic for MVP of the NBA. Uh, that's going to be really, really fun to watch to see who's going to be the NBA uh, MVP. Because if, if Curry does do it and gets his third one, or if Giannis does and gets his third one, I'm pulling up the NBA um, MVP regular season um it's okay so lucas plus 450 he's the favorite steph plus 650 Giannis plus 650 followed by Embiid and durant at 750 so curry and Giannis both would be getting um both be getting the chance to be MVP. So that's going to be really exciting obviously and with the return of clay can we see the warriors back in the playoffs Obviously, we want to see them in the playoffs because they're one of the most fun teams to watch. And the third is the Lakers. I want to see this cast of Russell Westbrook, LeBron, Anthony Davis, Carmelo Anthony. What is it going to look like for Russ, especially? Um, is Russell Westbrook going to be able to play off the ball, or is Russell Westbrook going to struggle playing off the ball? Because he's never really done it before in his career, and I actually don't think he's the type of guy who can do it. I don't believe he's going to be a guy who's going to thrive off the ball. So in general, I actually think that um, having him off the ball is not going to be the greatest thing for him or the uh, for the team. I really don't believe that. So at the end of the day, I actually think Russell Westbrook being a guy who needs to play off the ball, I think they're going to struggle, and I'm really, really looking forward to watching them play and seeing if I'm right or wrong on that. All right, so that, that is our appetizer. If you want to get into a more in-depth conversation about the NBA, you want to hear more about it, um, tonight or tomorrow, Tuesday, will be the publishing of uh, me and my brother's pod, that over-unders on every single team. And I do have one fun announcement. I did say I was going to be uh, showcasing a player all season long. I'm not going to announce who it is. I'm just going to start doing it, and you will find out here. Uh, pretty soon and it's an upcoming star hopefully star um, and it's going to be a lot of fun so stay tuned on the guy I'm just going to follow all year since the Sonics are gone I decided just to choose one team one guy on a team and just follow him everywhere he goes that's going to be great alright week 6 NFL welcome YouTube to week 6 NFL recap um once again, uh, I'll talk about my bets at the beginning of the show um, uh, in the intro. So if you missed that, you know all about my shitty bets again. But let's go game by game. 
uh, highlight some of my favorite storylines from the NFL Week 6. Buccaneers at Eagles. Pretty simple here. The Buccaneers are a class above everyone else. And I think it's pretty, not a class above everyone else, a class above the Eagles. And this team is just really damn good. Tom Grady is a fucking animal. He cannot be stopped. And the Eagles, man, let's just be honest here. Jalen Hurts is just not that good. Dolphins at Jaguars. Two of four ones was not the problem here. And the London Jaguars, who they might as well just move to London and make the team so much cooler. And Trevor Lawrence become an international superstar when he finally gets good. And Urban Meyer can go dance with any girls he wants at the bar, and no one will even recognize who he is. So that's great for Urban Meyer, too. Um, The the London Jaguars won. Trevor Lawrence gets his first win of his career. Urban Meyer gets his first NFL win of his career. Overall, just a really fun time for the Jaguars there. And it looked like Urban Meyer actually outcoached Brian Flores, um, which goes to show he could become a good coach. Packers at Bears. Um, Look, the Packers won this game, but they didn't necessarily look great doing it. Aaron Rodgers yelled to Bears, man, I still own you. I mean, he does. (laughs) Let's be honest here. He owns the Bears and the Bears fans. Like, I think... He's now like 24 and four in his career against the Bears. Some crazy number like that. But God, Aaron Rodgers is annoying. Like he's literally picking it, doing this with fan. I don't know. I just can't stand Aaron Rodgers one iota. And I really like, he's just an annoying guy. And the team's really good. I just can't get behind Aaron Rodgers. The Bears, on the other hand, um, look, if Justin Fields, um, was a was started week one. They'd be calling for Andy Dalton by now. Um, he just hasn't been very, very good. Now he's a rookie, and this is kind of why you you wonder like people are like, oh, Matt Nagy, you got to start Justin Fields. What are you doing? Well, that's what he was doing. The guy wasn't really ready yet, and I think Justin Fields, I really do. I think Justin Fields is going to be a very, very good quarterback in the NFL. I actually think he's going to be an elite quarterback in the NFL, and I really like Justin Fields, but I'm just saying um, maybe there was a reason they were not so keen to start him week one into his career because he wasn't quite, quite ready yet, and that's fine. Not every quarterback is going to be ready right away, so I think that's something you got to keep in mind there when watching Justin Fields and the Chicago Bears. Um, Bengals, Lions. Look, the Bengals are for real, man. Uh, They got a top... 10 defense. Joe Burrow looks like a top 10, 11, 12 quarterback in the NFL in year two, which means he's only going to get better as time goes on. I'm man, I just really enjoy watching Joe Burrow play. And credit to Dan Campbell and the Lions for Dan Campbell calling out Jared Goff saying he needs to show more emotion and take some more leadership and literally basically called out his quarterback after the game because he really does need to show more leadership. He does need to do better. Um, I don't know, man, you see a lot of these guys, first overall pick quarterbacks who just don't make it in the league. I mean, at best, what is he going to be in his career? A glorified Alex Smith? I know he made one Super Bowl, so you can, in a perfect situation, go big with Jared Goff. But look at the difference. Look at the difference between a guy like um, Joe Burrow on the other side of, of that game and look at a guy like, like, um, sorry, like Jared Goff. That's why sometimes I, if the quarter dra- quarterback class is not very good, 
you don't have to reach to go get a guy like Jared Goff, um, like the Rams did, and they moved off him. Uh, in general, I think Jared Goff is a okay player in this league. He's just not someone you're going to build a franchise around. All right, uh, Texans, Colts, uh, man, uh, we're not talking enough about Carson Wentz. I, I was surprised here by Carson Wentz, how good this guy actually has been. Um, uh, all right, so here's what. No player has thrown – this is a good tweet. No player threw more interceptions than Carson Wentz last year as he had just 15 and 12 games. This season, Wentz has thrown the fewest interceptions of any quarterback that has played every game for his team this season, just one. He's been much improved in Indianapolis, and it's so true. He has been improved. He's been better, and people don't like to talk about that because they don't like Carson Wentz. For some reason, Carson Wentz is not liked by fans around the league. Um, so in total added yards last week, he was fourth. Carson Wentz in his last three games, 853 yards, 68.9 completion percentage, six touchdowns, no picks, 123.7 passer rating. Carson Wentz has actually been really, really good. And if they keep going, maybe, you know, if he keeps playing like this, they could really, really start being a good team. This NF AFC South sucks. And what? The team, the Colts, they're, I mean, I'm not even going to talk about the Texans. They're just horrible. They're two and four. And after Tennessee probably loses to, Bal to Buffalo today, they'll be a game back. And they still play the Jacksonville's, they, I think, twice. They still play that AFC South. Rams at Giants. Um, Rams are still really, really good. <laughs> Cooper Cup is cementing himself as one of the best wide receivers in the NFL. In general, this is a real, real cool... Um, Sorry about that. I was just saw so this is a really cool team. And I, I really think that it sucks that they're in the NFC West. I can't root for them, but I'm really happy for Matt Stafford. Giants are just no good. Chiefs at Washington. Uh Patrick Mahomes threw one of the worst picks I've ever seen. The team hasn't looked great. And somehow Patrick Mahomes still threw for 397 yards and two touchdowns after after throwing one interception that was his fault, one that was Tyreek Hill's fault in the first half. Meanwhile, the Washington football team remains crappy. They were, they were the one team I kept saying before the season. I don't understand where all the hype is coming from. The team doesn't seem that good to me, and you can see it. They're uninspiring. I know Tyler Heineke is the quarterback, and it's supposed to be Ryan Fitzpatrick, but is he really that much worse than Ryan Fitzpatrick? Let's be honest. Probably not. Vikings at Panthers. Uh, the Vikings have now won two games where they had to pull it out of their ass, and then they beat the Seahawks pretty well. This team's this is with Russell Wilson. The team's pretty good. Um, the Panthers, on the other hand, Sam Darnold has come back down to earth. Sam Darnold is maybe just not that good, and we I, I want him to be good because I really like him. But seventeen for forty one, two hundred seven yards, took four sacks. The guy is okay. He needs a perfect situation to be good. And I should have known when betting on this game, the Vikings-Panthers, that I should have went with the better quarterback, and that's Kirk Cousins. Chargers at Ravens. <laughs> Lamar Jackson, man, might be the best player in football. He's now throwing the ball from the pocket elite. He runs elite. His decision-making is elite minus a few fumbles here and there. The guy has become really damn good. That was one of the most impressive wins of the regular season. The Chargers only put up six points. Justin Herbert's going to fall down my quarterback rankings this week. And that's because the Ravens just came to play some football, and it was absolutely 
the game was over in the first. It felt like in the first quarter. I know it was only seven nothing after one, but the Ravens dominated the whole game. And Lamar Jackson and the next team we're about to talk about are the front runners in the MVP race, and that's the Cardinals with Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray has been absolutely phenomenal. This is a game where I made a mistake. I actually bet on. I can't believe I did it. I bet on the Cleveland Browns and Baker Mayfield. And this is another game that featured two number one overall picks. And you can see the difference. Kyler Murray is elite. Baker Mayfield is not. Baker Mayfield is not going to get, he's in that Alex Smith category where he's going to get a contract one day. He is going to get a chance to play on the team for a long time. He's not going to get that $40 million a year that he wants. You know who's going to get that? The Lamar Jacksons and the Kyler Murrays because they're a team, they're players that deserve it. Um, after the game, Baker Mayfield just resorted to doing what Baker Mayfield does. Oh, you know, we got a lot of games left on uh, 17 now because the NBA, NFL geniuses decided to add an extra game. Like, what, what does that have to do with you playing shitty, dude? You're just not a very good quarterback. You're not bad. You can probably even win a Super Bowl in the right situation, but it would have to be absolute right situation. Raiders, Broncos, a uh, quarterback that doesn't need the right situation. Derek Carr really brought it to to play. I mean, he was absolutely phenomenal. The Raiders were phenomenal and the team really seemed to rally behind a week full of craziness and a week full of tumultual like things happening. Like this is not, this is why I bet on them. I said, there's two types of teams. There's teams that rally and the teams that fold. And the reason I thought the Raiders would rally was because of Derek Carr and his leadership and his ability to really make the best out of bad situations. But he's one player and I like Derek Carr He has probably, to be honest with you, never been in a good situation in his career. I cannot name a situation where I was like, oh, yeah, that situation looks really good for Derek Carr. Wow, lucky guy. He gets he hasn't had anything. Think about that. Out of all the quarterbacks in the NFL, Derek Carr, I don't think has ever had an excellent situation in his career. And that's sad because he's a really good quarterback and you want to see a good quarterback have a good situation and get to play some good football with a good team and all that. All right. Uh, Broncos and Cowboys and Patriots. Fantastic game. Best game of the day. Probably. Um, despite winning, Mike McCarthy made some horrible <laughs> mistakes as far as time management, clock management. Uh, he's just not a very good coach. Let's just be frank here with uh, Mike McCarthy. Um, but in general, what a great game, man. And the Cowboys are a really good football team. Um, they're now five and one. The Patriots are 0 and four at home, believe it or not, which makes me think that they're two and all at road, 0 and four at home. They got to win a couple home games. The Patriots are, could be right in the playoff line if it wasn't for a couple soft losses, man. Like the, that, the way they lost to the, to the pay, pay, uh, Buccaneers and to the Cowboys is really soft. And that's where they are. The Cowboys, meanwhile, Dak Prescott, doesn't matter. He's really good. Dak Prescott has proven himself to be one of the better quarterbacks in the NFL, and you're really happy for Dak coming off of a horrible injury. And Seahawks at Steelers. Um, Seahawks suck. Steelers aren't that good. Uh, Geno Smith wasn't that bad. Jamal Adams sucks. He called himself the best best in the nation. Can, dropped a, you know probably a pick that would have won the game. Uh, you want to hear more about the Seahawks game, you can tune into Sports on Tap Seattle podcast. Me and my brother are about to record here in like 10 minutes. So that'll be up probably once this is up. So listen to that. And um, yeah, I'll give you more about the Seahawks then. 
My dessert, we're going to make a bet. We're back to bets of the day on dessert. We're going to go NFL. We're going to go Buffalo, uh, Tennessee Titans plus six and a half against the Bills. I think the Tennessee Titans are going to keep the game close. However, the Buffalo Bills will win. And you can bet this game at betus.com and use promo code the sports on tap to receive a 125% bonus on your first deposit. That's betus.com and use promo code the sports on tap to receive 125% bonus on your first deposit. Uh, and that is Buffalo Bills plus six and a half. So listen up to that. And um, I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. As always, this podcast brought to you by the Sports on Tap. And if you really like this podcast, which I hope you do, um, you can really like just do me a favor. It would be really nice of you. All you have to do is share it with someone. Copy the link. Send it to a friend. Tell a friend. Do something. Help spread the word. We'd really, really appreciate it. Um, and this has been the Sports on – this has been the Just Talk Pod brought to you by the Sports on Tap and cheers to sports.